Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Rest and this is the Overlook Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the disappearance of two siblings, Monica Bennett and Michael Bennett. Now, before I get into the story, I want to be very clear that one, this is a case that took place in 1989 and was never really thoroughly investigated. In fact, really wasn't investigated at all by the police until the early 2000s. So with that said, I'm going to be using the word allegedly a lot because a lot of the sources I found, I'm not really sure where they got the details from. And some very basic details change depending on what article or what site I read from. Simple details like even the children's age vary from source to source. So I do want you guys to keep that in mind when listening. Nonetheless, it is a case that still deserves to be discussed. They still deserve to be found and their story still deserves to be told. With that said, let's get into it. Now, Monica and Michael Bennett, they're brother and sisters who went missing from Brunswick, Georgia on June 21st, 1989. On the day of their disappearance, Monica and Michael were helping Michael's dad and Monica's stepfather, Robert George, move his things out of his apartment on the 5700 block of Altima Avenue in Brunswick, Georgia. At the time of their disappearance, Monica was around 15 years old and Michael was around 13. Now, several articles report that at this time, neither sibling was actually living with that stepfather. You know, the one they were helping move out the apartment. Monica was actually staying with her biological father and Michael was actually staying with Robert's first wife. You see, it appears that Michael was conceived while Robert was still married to someone else besides his mother. Now, reports indicate that his first wife was actually really good to Michael and accepted him as family, even as Robert eventually went on to divorce her to marry Michael and Monica's mother, Deborah George. Now, at the time of their disappearance, their mother, Deborah, was separated from Robert, making them coming to help him move out even more odd. See, in early 1989, Monica went to an older sister named Sheila who went to school with her. Now, Sheila, she did not live in the same home as Monica and Michael. Though Sheila was still in high school at this time, she was married and living with her husband and in-laws. Well, one day at school, Monica took Sheila aside and told her that Robert, her stepfather, and her brother Michael's actual father had been sexually abusing her. She said she was scared. She said she was scared to go home and she was scared of him. Sheila took her little sister to the guidance counselor, who then got the police involved. However, once the police contacted their mother, Deborah, Deborah simply told them that Monica was lying, that she just didn't want to live at home anymore, and 
the police seemed to have completely just dropped the allegation after that, at least according to all the articles that have touched on the subject. Now, here's the thing, Robert, um, yeah, this this wasn't Robert's first time being accused of being sexually deviant towards children. According to the few articles I could find on the red, Deborah, the children's mother, allegedly had walked in on Robert sexually abusing her 13-year-old sister a few years before. And according to the resources for cold case missing children's cases, one of Monica's other sisters later reported that Robert used to try to sneak into their bedrooms at night as well. But unfortunately, it seemed that very few people believe Monica still as this allegation came forth. But a little while later, her brother Michael walked in on Robert's abusing Monica. He told his mother she believed him and they separated as, as a result. Monica went to go stay with her biological father. Michael went to stay with Robert's first wife and the children he had with her. But Deborah kept the children that she had together with Robert in the home with her. Now, Robert apparently went and got an apartment in Brunswick, and he was still allowed to see his other children that he had with Deborah on the weekends. And just a few weeks after Deborah and Robert separated, Robert decided he was going to move back home to Alabama. And this is kind of weird because, again, when they separated, he had to go out and get his own apartment for what seems to be a few weeks before deciding, well, now I'm going to move states. But on June 21st, 1989, it said that he went to go pick up Monica and Robert to help him pick up his apartment. Apparently, no one thought this was a very, very bad and extremely traumatizing thing to do. And keep in mind, Robert had children with his first wife, and he had other children with Deborah as well. However, he didn't pick them up to help him clean up the apartment, just Monica and Michael. Now, there are a couple sources that have reported that when Robert went to pick up Michael from his first wife's house, that Michael did not want to go. A couple different sources report that he began to cry as he left with his father. Now, we know that Robert and the kids made it to his apartment as Deborah's sister lived in the same complex as Robert and saw the kids earlier that day. In fact, it's reported that they surprised as they came over to her apartment that day. She let them in, she talked with them and fed them before walking them back outside around 8.30 p.m. When she walked them back outside, it said that she saw Robert and he had asked her to please reach out to her sister and talk to her about him possibly coming back home. It's reported that while they were having this conversation, the kids were walking away from them. The aunt and Robert went to a payphone and called Deborah on the phone so Robert could talk to her. The aunt was the last person to see them besides Robert. Now, according to Robert, they went back to the apartment, they began cleaning, and the kids simply ran out. They ran away while he was busy. And that was the last he saw them. Or at least that's one of the stories that were given. Another story is once they finished packing, he dropped them off at their mother's house and he went to go do some other stuff and he doesn't know what happened after that. According to the other siblings that lived in the home with Deborah, they said that when their father Robert came to the home later that night to pick them up, he, he began driving around the area slowly. It seemed like he was looking for someone, but 
he never called out anyone's name or stopped to ask people if they seen anyone. So they're not quite sure if he was necessarily looking for Monica and Michael. It's reported that when the other siblings got to Robert's apartment, that none of the beds had sheets or comforters on them. And there was two trash bags near the door. When there was two trash bags near the door that Robert said contained Monica and Michael's belongings. Now, another story that does seem to pop up is that when Robert was on the phone with Deborah earlier in the day when he was with her sister, that while he was pleading for her to take him back, he told her that the kids were already missing, that they had already ran away. But here's the thing, the kids were still in eyesight of both him and Deborah's sister when he allegedly said this. However, I do want to be clear that that's a piece that I've only found mentioned in a few articles. Not all articles give that same account. But what everybody agrees on is that they were picked up by Robert to help him pack up his apartment. The aunt did see them. She saw them walking back towards his apartment with Robert following behind. And that's the last time that anyone has ever physically saw them at all. Now, just a few days after Monica and Michael disappeared, it is said that Robert's car also vanished as well. It's reported that no one really knows what happened to that car. Just one day, he no longer had it, and it was never talked about. A few weeks after the children disappeared, Deborah took the remaining children in her house and moved them to Alabama and got back together with Robert. Monica and Michael were classified as runaways. Police didn't even begin investigating their case until sometime in the early 2000s when they were classified as endangered runaways. Now, in some reports, it's alleged that family members believe that Robert was involved in the children's disappearance. Different articles mention that Deborah's mother describes Robert as a controlling, manipulative, and violent person. Other articles mention without names that some of the other children has also reported that yes, Robert was a violent individual. Now, it's said that after the children disappeared, Deborah would get back together and leave and get back together and leave Robert on and off, often leaving her other children in his care when she left. It's also stated that eventually another sibling would come forward and say that Robert was sexually abusive to her as well, and that Deborah allegedly would warn the children to just stay away from him. Over time, it said that Robert and Deborah would begin telling people the kids simply ran away and that Monica had some boyfriend that was involved with drugs at the time. But here's the thing, when the kids disappeared, they took absolutely nothing with them, which is odd because again, they were at an apartment that already had everything packed up. It would have been very simple to just grab one of their bags and go, but they didn't. It's been noted over time that Robert had a brother that stayed with the family on and off for years and that he may have known something about the children's disappearance. Multiple articles also report that Robert lent his brother some money at one point in time, and this may be possibly connected to him knowing something about the children's disappearance. However, this point is never thoroughly explained. It's kind of just randomly thrown into articles, and no one mentions, okay, how much money, how soon after the children disappeared did this financial transaction occur, or anything like that. 
but unfortunately with this story because it happened in the late 80s and no one really investigated so many of the details are kind of lost in time in 2007 michael and monica's sister sheila spoke to the brunswick news for an article titled sister searching for missing family in the article Sheila mentioned that she did originally think that her siblings ran away. She reports that she saw Monica the day that she disappeared at school, and Monica had told her that she had something important to tell her and that she did not want to go home. This was the last time that she saw her, so she assumed that what her sister wanted to tell her had something to do with her wanting to run away. But over the years, she started to believe that in fact they were murdered. In that very same article, the sister mentions that the GBI has since looked into the case, but they haven't found any significant clues. Unfortunately, though the case was reclassified as endangered runaway in the early 2000s and police actually started investigating, it doesn't appear that we're any closer to finding out what happened to Monica and Michael than we were back in 1989. Now, one of the things I was surprised about with this case was all the different theories that I came across. So let's get into the theories. Now, the first theory that I came across quite prevalently around the web was the theory that people believe they actually ran away. Now, this theory actually surprised me how many people truly believe these children ran away because the information surrounding their last day they were seen and the things happening following up to that day are highly suspicious. So when I saw quite a few people mentioning that, yeah, they thought they ran away, I was completely shocked. However, I started paying attention to details like the date that these type of comments were made and realized a lot of people who had theories that Monica and Michael actually ran away were actually individuals who did not get the full story in fact, I found that when I went up to look up at the sources that they were pulling their theories from, a lot of times the sources did not mention anything about Monica reporting that her stepfather has sexually abused her. Also, a lot of the sources they pulled also mentioned something about Monica dating a guy that was into drugs. The sources that those individuals seem to have been pulling from seem to heavily emphasize that Monica went to her sister to talk to her and tell her that she didn't want to be home. Now, when you take out the allegations of sexual abuse, yes, the runaway theory may make a bit of sense. And here's another thing. People also really went with this runaway theory because it was two siblings that disappeared at once that were both in their teen years. One was a boy, one was a girl. It just made people feel like, oh, this was a duo. They had plans and things such as that. Now, the other theory that I came across was that Monica had run away with this alleged boyfriend and they got caught up in some type of drug trafficking issue, gang related situation. Now, I only came across one person who did go into detail and basically what they were saying was, well, this is the late 80s. This is during the time of the crack epidemic and they pointed out a newspaper article from 1988 that talked about a gang known as the Miami Boys that both wait from Florida to different parts of Georgia. In this article, apparently it goes on to say that the gang was causing a lot of disturbance in Brunswick, Georgia. Now, the person who went into this theory, they very much 
were aware that this theory doesn't really hold a lot of evidence other than, oh, this was here, this was there. They did go on to say maybe Monica knew something about what the gang was doing and how they were moving weight and all of these different things. However, to me, that's just a very big stretch. Honestly, we don't really have anything that ties Monica or Michael to this gang. Yes, we have mom and stepdad allegedly saying that she had a boyfriend that was involved in drugs and some articles. However, many people think that this is BS that they kind of just threw out there to take the heat off themselves. Again, this is also the two parents who allegedly turned the bite eye to sexual abuse, so I would not throw it past them if this is something that they did say. Now, the final theory that you will come across is that Robert has something to do with the children's disappearance. Now, this theory actually splits in two different ways. There are some people that believe that an accident happened, stepfather panicked and just covered it up. And then there's others who believe that no, stepfather was involved in their disappearance in a violent way that was very much purposeful. Now, when we're talking about the theory that he was involved and it was very purposeful, essentially this theory stems off of what you find online in regards to this case. We have sexual abuse. We have the two children that he may have felt was responsible for his separation. We have him only picking up these two children to allegedly help him pack up the apartment. Though he's a grown man who could have had grown people him come and pack up this apartment not only that he's a grown man who had older children who could have helped him pack up the apartment but he did not he had the two children that were allegedly responsible for his separation with his wife come and help him the two children who most people probably would not have left him alone with ever again come and allegedly clean up his apartment and for many people that is incredibly suspicious and daunting now, on the other side, people are saying it's an accident, but no one's really explaining other than, well, maybe he didn't mean to do anything because why would he do that knowing that everyone knew they were last seen with him? And that is pretty much all you're given in those theories. No one actually goes into deep details or explanation. Now, unfortunately, when it comes to this case, that is all the information that we have. We have these two precious children who were felt by, unfortunately, a lot of people around them whose case has been almost nearly forgotten for quite some time. But we're hoping that someone out there has some information that can come forth and give this family some type of closure, whether it's telling them where Monica and Michael is or coming forth and saying, look, I saw something suspicious and this might be the clue to help. Because as of right now, they still have siblings that wonder about them every day. Exa, if you have any information about the disappearance of Monica and Michael Bennett, that you reach out to the GBI office or Glen County Police Department to report any tips. The number to the GBI office is 912-729-6198. And the number to the Glen County Police Department is 912-554-7800. Now, as always, I will have this information posted on my Instagram. You can head over there and view pictures of both Monica and Michael. And I also have both of those numbers to report tips to on there as well. This is all I have for today's episode. As always, I ask that you guys be safe, be vigilant, and I'll have a new episode for you November 6th. Have a good one. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.